When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. February 5th, 2021. Let's make this last forever and ever. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast covering SmackDown. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan. And Matt, finally, it's official. We have a balance to my extreme raw animal masculinity. Issa is joining the podcast as our Friday co-host. I know you've been holding it down, Matt, trying to counter me week in and week out, but I think... Finally, the scales are scales are even. Well, finally, I've got somebody to tag team. I have a tag team partner here in sensitivity, and you know, have this have a, have a little finesse for this show, as it were. Glad <laughs> tell everybody how I said it in a commercial meeting. I, you guys. I have done so many of these podcasts with Glenn Isa that on my commission meeting dais this past Monday night, I mm-hmm. said as it were. Literally, in, like in a real sentence, and I meant it, and it was part of my vocabulary. It and wasn't it was like good. <laughs> it wasn't me purposely trying to like be funny or cute or, you know, copy Glenn or whatever and try to you know be a jokey joke. Like it really naturally came out. My wife's like, "Hold, oh, Matt, so you gotta, <laughs> you're doing too many podcasts." <laughs> yeah, right. You need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's become my my crutch word. You know, you know, like um, all the typical things. Yes, and I'm a big um guy. I'm a huge yeah. um guy. So yeah, me too. Yeah, as it were, it's just become one of my crutches, one of my uh, filibustering for time while I'm thinking of Transition. the next thing to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but SmackDown tonight. Wow, uh, Matt. Before you joined, Issa and I were talking about how just running in place, repetitive tonight felt. Did you feel the same about the show? Yeah, I hate saying that. SmackDown's, you know, the better, my opinion, but much better than Raw usually, right? And it's two hours, which makes it much more enjoyable to watch. It's paced always really well. Well, lately it's been paced very well, I should say. Um, since the Roman turn, I, I've really, really liked this show. Yeah. But, uh, meh, you're right. It did feel a little running in place tonight. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I felt there was a lot of storylines that are going on for way too long. And I feel like there's a lot of things, that questions that just remain unanswered and we're just going to move on without getting a resolution to certain things that I was curious about. Well, let me ask you, Issa. I mean, you're a huge Roman Reigns fan. I think we all agree he's doing the best work of his career. But do you think that they're running the risk of having it not feel as special when he keeps opening and closing every episode of SmackDown and they're not giving him a plus material. You should have him there for two hours straight. He is so nice to look at. I'm just honest. <laughs> but no, I just wish he would have kicked edge ass. Like I wasn't expecting Kevin Owens to come out. I thought we closed the chapter on that at the Royal Rumble. So I just wanted him to just go at it and beat Edge. That's what let's I wanted. Start. Let's start. Mm-hmm. Let's let's start the angle. I was looking forward to freaking what two months? When's Mania, you guys? How far from uh, first we uh, two two months away. Okay, so two months worth 
eight SmackDowns, maybe seven SmackDowns worth of just awesome, awesome, thick storyline layered, you know, angle between, you know, because we've been saying what we've been saying, like nobody can be, nobody's been on Roman's level uh, at this level. He's hitting right now. I'm, I'm just being honest. They're not. And edge can not only get there, I think he could push them. And I think, when this is done, you guys, wait till you see where Roman's at. I always say, Issa, the biggest thing to give a wrestler confidence is when the company is booking you in, like, a main event, semi-main event, or versus mm-hmm. one of their top perceived talents. And it makes you feel a lot better about yourself, makes you feel more comfortable, makes you think that, okay, they believe in me. And you, by proxy, you automatically, the dominoes start to, you know, fall and tumble toward the direction of I'm going to try new things because I'm comfortable enough to do that. And Mm -hmm. so to see where Roman's going to be at after this, I can't wait, but I lied to Issa. I was like, crap, start tonight, start tonight, start tonight. And I did. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I I just feel like if they're not going to, I understand maybe they want to squeeze a little bit more of the rumble wins, but if they're not going to announce it, then don't give us so many filler segments. Then do something else with them. The, the, we'll get to the Bianca Belair what, segment too, what, but I also felt it was why? What's the point? What was your reaction, you guys, uh, both Len and Issa, when you see Kevin Owens coming out? <laughs> I have my reaction. It'll be up on my YouTube channel. I just plugged myself. Sorry. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what sucks, you guys? You guys remember this? Kevin Owens was like a, a hot act. When he yep. first got, you know, to NXT and um, came out there and debuted for Cena, big time push, and was off and running. He was one of my favorite acts. Him and Seth Rollins for a while there were two of my favorite acts when they first got on the show there and started getting mini pushes. But, like, I can't believe I'm saying this about an act I really, really dug, but it's like I don't want to watch it anymore. I don't want to see you. And it's – I don't feel bad saying that. You know what I mean? Uh, in a you way, shouldn't but... feel bad saying it. I I don't get tired of Kevin Owens. I am tired of this angle. Like I just feel like they did everything you can do possibly in a wrestling oh match. God. Like it's time to move on. You have Big E wrestling the same guys week after week. Why don't you put them in oh. that program? Like, oh. like you know what I mean? There's so much oh. you can do with Kevin Owens, and he, I feel he was elevated by Roman Reigns. I do. Yeah. I think Roman. I think. Kevin Owens looked great after that feud ended, but apparently it didn't end, so I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, it erased the memory of uh, KO hiding in the porta potty from Braun Strowman. Yes. <laughs> it made him seem like more of a real contender again. But tonight to tease, oh, Bianca's going to choose. Edge is going to mm-hmm. choose. We're coming off a hot mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. What's next? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's false advertising. And where's Rhea Ripley? We didn't see her on Raw this week. Didn't see her on SmackDown tonight. That's who I was waiting to interrupt Bianca Belair tonight. And then Reginald comes out and I'm like, wait, no, no, that's not it. <laughs> I mean, so we'll talk about, we'll get into it. Joni Shaw Jenkins, Canadian, $5. Uh, not to race ahead to the end, but that segment with Reigns and Edge made Roman look now as effective, in my opinion. Edge brings a whole new level to that ring. Yeah. I actually disagree. I think that Edge looked basic next to Roman. Yeah. Oh, he said made Roman look not as effective. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought I said KO. As I said, Owens. Um, no, 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 no. I, I can't, dude, Roman Reigns passes the superstar test no matter who he's in that ring with. It could be Hulk Hogan. It could be mm-hmm. Ric Flair. Hell, it could be Andre the Giant. He still passes what I call you know the Kevin Nash airport test. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to triple take at him at all times. So there's never a scenario or context you can put him in that he doesn't look no further than the, the Shields debut. The 
much ballyhoo debut of um, uh, indie all stars. Uh, uh, what do you call it? John Moxley and, uh-huh. and uh, uh, Seth Rollins, right? They were the big cogs in that engine, supposedly. I couldn't stop watching Roman Reigns. I'm like, he, this dude is going to be a major star. And I'm speaking physically, obviously, right? Um, but in the ring, he doesn't get any credit for how much he's improved. He carry, He's able to carry matches, and he gets no credit for his wrestling at all anymore. They just think he's a, a body guy. And a good-looking dude, so therefore he's getting a push. No, he can go in the ring. He sells well. When he changes gears, I tell you guys all the time, changing gears is the most important thing for a heel to be able to do. Roman does it amazingly well, and he's doing it with a level of coolness and calmness in the heat until you really piss him off. And then it really means something when he gets really pissed off and it's on. No, I don't agree with that. Sorry. Um. Brett Murphy, I tweeted about this. Everyone was tweeting about this. Brett Murphy, $5 off topic. Thank God I didn't watch MTV last Sunday with how crazy ridiculousness was on that day and during last week. Somebody tweeted out a shot of the MTV schedule, and there was literally one half-hour block where they had a music playlist, and the rest of it was all movies, ridiculousness marathons, like just going – I thought MTV fully gave up on playing music altogether by now. No, I think they still had a little something. Oh, I thought I that have never tuned into MTV and see a music video. They have like a backup channel where you see music videos now. Even MTV Two is now like Crank Anchors reruns. Like MTV Classic has uh, videos. Do you remember VH1? Oh yes, uh, yeah. VH1 played music. That was kind of like the backup music channel there when right? MTV started doing <laughs> reality shows. Well, VH1 Mountain, when we were growing up, was like the old people's channel. If I wanted to go when and we watch. we were little, yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Rosie O'Donnell introducing Jan and Dean and, uh, you know, uh, Chubby Checker clips. Uh, you know, Woodstock footage. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of the hipper, uh, more mature channel um, in the 90s. Uh, Antoine Fair, $5, saying I didn't need the Kevin Roman thing. They fed up the whole show. Gotcha. Um yeah, it just seemed, and especially this opening promo. Roman comes out, gives a promo. Kevin's done. You're not going to see Kevin anymore. I took care of Kevin Owens. Let's talk about Edge. Get Edge here. I want his decision. Let's set this up for WrestleMania. That was the bookend to the show was, was him coming out and saying, we've moved on. That mm-hmm. chapter is closed. This is my new chapter tonight against Edge. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we all assumed that that's what was going to happen. That 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 story was done. That's yeah. it. Just I was not expecting. That. I was actually expecting Christian before I expected to see Kevin Owens attacking Roman Reigns. Could you imagine, Matt, in Rocky Three, Clever Lang and Rocky are going to go at it. Sets up. This is the story, and then Apollo is like, "I just like one more match. If we could just, uh, I know we settled this in the first <laughs> movies." But I think the third time is really the charm before you move on to Mr. T, you know? Excellent analogy, my friend. Very well done. Yes, that that would suck. I'd be very irate, especially getting a taste of Mr. T at that point and dying to see that fight as a little kid. Yeah. Uh, Monopoly Man, $5, saying, thoughts? What if Jeff Hardy keeps losing and then returns as Willow with more aggression and faces the Fiend? You guys in the chat room like Willow? I, I'll be honest. I love Jeff Hardy. He's a good dude. I hate that character. I guess I could see it against the Fiend, but 
WWE's got to cash in on it. So cash in, not that's giving it too much credit, but they, they've got to, for, for branding rights, they've got to do it once at least just so they can make action figures, T-shirts, and silly crap like that, I'm sure. Right. Uh, let's get this out of the way now because the chat's talking about it. And Antonio Garcia, $5, saying, what a way to bring out Hulk Hogan for Black History Month. What's next? Morgan Wallen is special musical guest. Um, I think uh, you know next week the Food Network will have Paula Dean on to talk about her favorite recipes to celebrate Black History Month. Um, but the What's promo- Morgan Wallen? What, what I, I mean? no, don't know. I don't get the reference. Oh. Let's see. Morgan uh, oh, uh, he, uh, oh, it's, it's a current reference. He's a current musical artist. He got caught yeah. using a racial slur on camera. Matt World, we don't know current musical artists. That's God why. dang it. Stop making, yeah, stop making us a go. But the Hogan promo was nothing tonight. Even after all of that, even if you set aside your thoughts on him and the timing, I mean, he didn't talk about his match against Andre and he didn't really put edge. I mean, it was just like, it was the weirdest cameo. It was, and it, I don't remember. I'll be honest. When I think back to the show, that's not something that sticks out to me. Him being on it, and I can't never really, I can't really remember another time where Hogan's come on that show, and and it wasn't at least like, holy crap, they got Hulk Hogan on the show tonight. You know, tonight I didn't. No, I didn't get that. Agreed. It didn't feel like it was a big deal. I don't even remember it, to be honest with you. No. Yeah, and they hyped it so much. Uh, Dilo four ninety nine saying, "Welcome NYC Demon Diva." Yes. Thank you. Uh, is that your gimmick name, NYC Demon Diva? Yeah. Ah, not just Demon Diva, it's NYC. You know, yeah. You know. <laughs> I have to put over my city, that's all. <laughs> yeah. There's a Demon Diva in LA and Chicago that will cease and desist her. They're the NWO <laughs> versions, of course. See the original. Uh, and Cyclops is better than Wolverine, which I love that name. Saying what WTF for the thinking show of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> During Black History Month, and they piped it, and then they went went right to the Black History Month promo, which was so well done. Like right after hyping it, I mean, it just couldn't. Like, this was like SNL level timing. You, there has to be. They cannot be this blind. They cannot possibly be this tone deaf. There's no way. So, all right, let's put our WWE hats on for a moment. Let's pretend we're Vince or those in Kevin Dunn and company. Do you think? This is not us thinking this, by the way. We're pretending we're WWE thinking. Do you think that they thought that, you know, this is a real good opportunity, you know, to show Hulk Hogan has paid his debt to society? I don't know how they showed that, by the way. But, like, they, they had to have some inner logic where this, they thought this made sense. There's no way they could have missed it. Right? Agreed. Maybe. <laughs> they couldn't have missed the fact that this guy was just caught on tapes yeah. and what he said. And then now we're going to play this? He's sitting on the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, and, and, and to the point of it is, we, t- we talked about this the last time he appeared, Matt. When they bring him back, the story is that they brought him back. And why are they bringing him back? Like the cir- circumstances around the bringing him back. And even if you removed all that, you know, uh, this was not an A plus Hulk promo. He contributed nothing to the show. You can know, I, can I, yeah. you're 100% right. Can I not to cut you off, but can I? I know we got to move on, but I want to ask the chat room this if this is okay, Glenn. Um, yeah. I don't get to see the answers, so tell them to me when they come in. Yeah. Chat room, real quick, would you guys have dug it or preferred it or even liked it better if they actually gave Hogan the mic and gave him an opportunity 
to apologize publicly on the air and talk about what he's learned since, how he's made amends, or what any 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 semblance any semblance of an apology. Would you guys rather have seen that? Would that have made it okay going into the Black History Month package next with any of you guys, or is it still no? Shouldn't be on the show at all. I mean. Well, yeah, everyone's saying no, just disappear. Some people saying doesn't matter. Some people saying it was a joke. Um, some people okay. are saying it's too late. Um, I mean, I think that. Okay. Yeah, it's just and and even with all of it, I think the content tonight, right? I mean, you know, Mel Gibson, he has had his controversies. If Mel Gibson came out with a movie tomorrow and someone's like, "Well, Mel Gibson's a piece of shit," but it was a really good movie. You could say that with Hulk Hogan, you can't even say, well, I've got issues with this and the timing was terrible, but you know, if you set all that aside, what a promo. Well, I mean, right. this was just nothing tonight. It was so, uh, just he didn't, didn't do anything for, dumb. nothing for younger talent. In my, in my opinion, I think that actions speak louder than words. Sure. And there were so many reports about the way that he handled it and the way that he apologized to the roster and the words that were chosen that already make it like no matter what apology you were more sorry that you got caught at least that's how it came off so i don't think that an apology is ever going to feel sincere coming from him yeah 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 oh robert blythe hits it on the head until hogan brings a heartfelt apology about it publicly he's always going to be vilified so okay that's fair yeah um Ebony saying the ship sailed hogan should have publicly apologized for this years ago before the company let him back in um yeah. there's uh yeah i mean <laughs> uh ashley mjl saying hogan needs to go away um yeah i think i don't know i'm seeing less and less every time e even people that seemed excited and that could overlook it seem right. underwhelmed by what Got he's it. doing um, Thank you, so, chat room. yeah so let's uh table that till the next time they bring him back uh, for some tone deaf segment um <laughs> john cena's bald spot ten dollars saying i see christian returning to smackdown roman destroys him and calls out edge you disrespected me and my family and so i destroy one of your family members at least the edge challenging roman for revenge huh I, I don't know how they're gonna get there still yet right but hmm i'm very that's not bad I'm not gonna say that's yeah. bad. Possible. We've got two pay-per-views. We've got Elimination Chamber and Fastlane between uh now and uh WrestleMania. You, you got listen, you know what they don't do, you guys? Hmm. A lot of and they used to do this back in the day with someone like let's say Hogan or someone on that main event level. Um they would have these other pay the, some pay-per-views they would sit out, right? But they would still move their storyline along with a promo. Or a backstage pre-tape, something where the storyline does progress at that pay-per-view, but they don't give anything away. They don't make either talent wrestle, so it makes you want to see that match all the more because they don't give anything away between the two, getting physical just yet. Yeah. Um, why do they have to wrestle? Why does he have to? Why does Roman have to wrestle at the next pay-per-view? Like, why can't he, he just continue the storyline, cut another freaking world beater promo of his or something like that at that pay-per-view? I'd be cool with that. You could have Jay versus Christian. That would be Christian. That's what I was thinking as well. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. You know what? Maybe they do that, actually, you guys. I think that's a good prediction to go with. I could see that. 
Jackson Callens, what's up, Jackson? Four ninety nine, Mania two months away. Vince's dumbass going to drag out the crap out of Owens and Reigns and other repetitive things going on. Still as long as he can. Lazy. You're not wrong, Jackson Callens. It was a hot Royal Rumble. That's what oh. I don't get. It was a hot it Royal was. Rumble, and the opening match tonight after that promo was Dominic Mysterio versus Baron Corbin. Two Dominic guys had nothing, who had nothing to do with the pay-per-view. Well, they were in the Rumble match, but Dominic got his Dominic win. eliminated Corbin. Yeah. Were they really? I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that was like a C storyline of uh, the Royal Rumble. But whatever, it's an opener. I mean, let's talk about Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro tonight. This was yeah. short, hard-hitting. Um, Literally. Yeah, Cesaro got busted open. But Cesaro getting a win over Daniel Bryan. Uh, good on Daniel putting him over. Good on Daniel. He's Daniel's been thinking, putting everybody over. Yeah. he's He thinks he's doing the right thing, right? Because he's a good dude. He's a giving guy. He's not a mark for himself. Um, like the rest of us wrestlers generally are. Um, and still, though, I still think he's a main event caliber talent. And I I don't know. I'd like to see him hold on to some of those wins and save them on a big pay-per-view versus a younger talent like a Big E. Big E could, have, could really use a, an angle versus Daniel Bryan, a uh, three-month, two-month angle, whatever have you, and then beat him at a pay-per-view. It would have meant a lot more. Had DB not be losing these random, you know, in between matches on TV on SmackDown versus Cesaro and company. I agree. I agree. They're going to stop feeling, it's going to stop feeling like it's a big deal beating Daniel Bryan if he keeps losing on SmackDown every mm -hmm. week. Um, in addition to that, you had Shinsuke watching from backstage, which I don't, didn't think made a lot of sense. And that's another person that you could have had attack Roman Reigns at the end of the show because of what happened at the gauntlet match. There's so many things you could have done instead of Kevin Owens. <laughs> that, that could have built a short-term storyline for Roman. I, I don't know. I, that's, that's some of the things that I felt were like, why? Why is this happening? Why is he watching backstage? Why are they fighting again? I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. But it was a great match. You have those two talented dudes going at it. Cesaro is a beast. He's on another level. No, he is. It's interesting, though. I think Daniel Bryan, though, low-key has this gimmick now where he's just going to get more and more over by putting other guys over and losing. So smart marks, there's no such word as that anymore, right? That's an old term. Um, fans that are smart to the business, right, they'll pop for that. They'll cheer him for that. But that's still the minority of wrestling fans, bro. It still is. Yeah, you have to get to a certain point in your career when literally you can – look like the bigger star by losing and he's there uh clyde super chat saying just want to remind everyone that baron corbin is a former golden gloves champion did you ever box in the golden gloves matt is that in your repertoire back in the day <laughs> no i gotta figure out how this works i feel like like you can't go anywhere in the world of uh sports entertainment or sports without somebody having done something in golden gloves is this like a Pop Warner football thing? Is this like a no. regional sanctioned thing? Who Is else, it a national? Who else besides like Mark Marrow or a couple others were gold gloves boxers? I feel like it comes up in people's bios. Sometimes like, oh, used to, you know, box gold. I just need to do my research on this to understand the organization and no. understand how prestigious this is. And I'm not taking anything away from it. It is very prestigious for okay. the record, though. It is. It really is. Got it. 
just making sure again no offense to baron corbin or anyone else who has been through golden gloves uh cyclops is better than wolverine tagging what we're saying earlier saying <laughs> forgiving but hulk doesn't deserve it um cyclops where do you stand on that matt cyclops or wolverine your wolverine mark wolverine isa wolverine cyclops led the x-men through thick and thin He's not the sexier choice. He's not the more dangerous choice. He's the Boy Scout of the group. There uh, you go. There's your there. Therein lies your answer as yes. to why. Yes. Mm -hmm. Compared to Wolverine. Uh, Joe Cafaro, four ninety nine. They should have Edge and Christian versus Roman and Jay at Fastlane. Edge and Christian go over, and then Roman beats Edge at Mania. Hmm. Huh. I could see Jay and Roman kicking the shit out of Christian, like handcuffing Edge. Edge can't do anything. <laughs> Christian, like after the match, you know? Yeah. No more handcuffs. Hmm. No? No, no more handcuffs after what happened at Royal Rumble. <laughs> NASCAR fan 8809, $10. I don't want Edge versus Roman because I'm afraid Vince will take the belt off and put it on Edge when Roman's untouchable. And all of wrestling, why have Edge win the Rumble and lose at Mania? I, I don't see that happening. If he was going to book Edge untouchable, they would have done it since day one. He lost a bunch of matches to Randy Orton, no? Didn't he lose to Randy one of those two matches that they had? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the, the greatest match ever, or whatever it was called. It was oh. um, Randy won that. Yes. The thing I like about WWE is they don't oversell things. They really just let the... <laughs> that had been the laziest name of a match ever. <laughs> Uh, Antonio Garcia, $5. They can't build Cesaro to take on Roman. He's in the same boat as Lashley. They shouldn't main event unless they're going to win. Even with that, Bobby Lashley, I still think you can plug in there because, again, how he looks. I'm not saying Cesaro looks bad. Are you kidding me? He's ripped. But Bobby is a monster, monster, a uh, mass monster. So you, especially in today's day and age, you can insert him to a main event at any given time. And it's believable when I say believable, when you're clicking, if you're a random like mainstream fan that doesn't watch wrestling every week and you're clicking through the channels, you would stop at a Bobby Lashley and you're like, that dude looks like he can kick somebody's ass. And again, I always tell you guys, there's something to be said for that. Um, again, not against Cesaro. The ship sailed with him though. Cesaro, Physically is in very good shape, but his technicality, his ring psychology, his his work. Yes. Yeah. But that's not part of the look test. You don't get that in that's the look true. test. You don't see people using 4D chess to win uh, championships. Hey, what's your chain wrestling level like, bro? Like, like, there's not an answer to that. You got to sit there and watch it for five minutes to pick up <laughs> if he's good or not, which he obviously is. Oh, he's but. great. Um, so this was a very good match. Did not overstay its welcome. Highly recommend watching that if you skip tonight's show. Oh, yeah. It was a good match. NASCAR fan 8809 giving $5, giving Raj Giri more money to clarify his point. Saying, no, I said Reigns is untouchable, not Edge. You can't take the belt off Roman at all, period. They're Thank you. Yes. No. <laughs> never. Well, not never, but not not right now. No. Right. Um, got that video package for Bianca Belair for her Royal Rumble win. Then going to, uh, after that to Bailey versus Ruby Riot, and Bailey beating Ruby. Billy Kay was on commentary during this. Um, Issa, what do you think about Billy Kay? Is her star 
Do you think her star rise is intentional? Do you think they were almost burying her with the headshot gimmick and yet somehow she's gotten it over and now is on the upward swing? Yeah, I think Billy Kay is going to try to make whatever they give her works. Um, it's almost like Carmela. I feel like Carmela does the same thing. Whatever you give them, she's going to make it work even when it's not supposed to. I mm. like Billy Kay a lot. She makes me laugh. I think, you know, every time she comes out, would I take her seriously as a contender in the ring? No, and that's an issue. I feel like you should be able to get over the gimmick and also deliver in the ring. Mm. Um, that being said, it was good to see Bailey winning again. Yeah, that being said, when, uh, Matt, though, as, as you would say for Billy Kay, and I know you're <clears> a fan of uh, her work, but is this almost better? You're collecting a paycheck, you're getting TV time, and you're not having to bump, just occasionally get your ass kicked. I don't know what to make of that, honestly, because um, she's still young. She's still new to this company. If she'd been there for some odd years, got a push opportunity, it didn't work, or you know, they're moved on to the next talent. I can, okay, fine, maybe. But they didn't do that with her. She was in a very good tag team that worked. I still mm -hmm. am pissed at them for breaking them up. But um, I don't think she's getting over, and I don't think she's not getting over, if that makes sense. I think she's still right here in the middle. It's not killing her, but it's also not really helping her. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but we'll see what happened. It looked like they, they cut it off too early. She was going to approach Bailey after the end of this match. Like there might be an alliance, and I assume Bailey was gonna like beat her down, but they just cut away yeah. immediately. I just want to say also, Agisa, I agree. Great to have Bailey get a win again. Very important. Yeah. She's doing some great heel she's doing great heel work right now. He's the best. I love Bailey. Especially since the heel turn. Since the heel turn, she does no wrong in my eyes. She's amazing. She's so, she's so good in the ring. She's so funny, too, though, with it. Kills me. I agree. Uh, hey, let's take a moment and thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Stereo. And our show, the after show, as it were, Monday nights live on stereo after the Wrestling Inc. podcast. If you ever watch this podcast and you just get so frustrated with me and my hot take on something or Matt's inability to remember a wrestler's name and you want to just shout it at us on stereo, you can do that every Monday night. Your messages. <laughs> what did we play Monday, Matt? It must have been like. 40 or 50 messages from the fans. We were on for two and a half hours. Yes, we were. It was fun. I didn't want to stop. It was fun. It was absolutely crazy. And you can join us live for our after party exclusively on Stereo every Monday night, the after show as it were. Now, Stereo is a live conversation app where you could be a co-host, part of the conversation, or simply listen. They have thousands of live social conversations with a wide range of genres for every interest, including news, comedy, sports, and more. You can choose whether to co-host your own show or participate as a guest or simply listen in. On exclusive conversations. This app allows us to connect with you, the audience, more directly. We can engage in direct conversations. People were asking all about all sorts of things. We were talking about pets. We were talking uh, about motivation. We seem to be talking a lot about diet and fitness and uh, just, you know, stuff from our 20s and uh, coming up and motivation and like really covering, I think, Matt, I think we got like way more personal each week as we go on, just sort of diving yes. in to uh, our past. Now, one thing I want to ask the fans in addition to following us, because we're getting tweets left and right from people that are like, oh, I love this and I love that. If there's a clip that you loved, um, start recording it on your screen, send it in, because I want to start playing uh, some of the best oh. ones on the show. People Maybe. seem to really like, uh, go and listen to this past conversation by following us on stereo uh when i gave the story about uh, my cats don't know their names and how i tested this to prove <laughs> it to my wife i won't say it here because we don't 
swear, uh, you know, right. uh, purposefully on the Wrestling right. Inc. podcast, but on stereo, it's uncensored. We let it all hang out. And yes. uh, yeah, you can follow us, uh, stereo.com, download the app, follow stereo.com slash Matt Morgan, stereo.com slash Glenn Rubenstein. Again, join us every Monday on the stereo app, download that stereo app, follow myself and Matt Morgan. Love it. Uh, I'm going to be going on there more. I'm going to be doing more content on the platform. And if you follow Matt and I, you'll be notified when we go live. And Monday is going to be great, Matt. I think we're going to just have a lot more to dive into and talk about. And who knows? Who knows uh, where the conversation is going to go? So we thank Stereo for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Be sure to download that app and tune into the after show, as it were, Mondays on Stereo exclusively after we finish the podcast here. So Jody Shauna Jenkins, Canadian $5, saying not wrestling related, but I just discovered this week that Robert California from The Office was the voice of Ultron, mind blown. I think of him as the asshole from Pretty in Pink, but yes, uh, James Spader is the voice of Ultron in the second Avengers movie. Yes. We learn new things all the time. Oh, here we go. People are paying money, Issa, uh, to say, is Issa single? She's cute. This <laughs> guys, what are you doing? Why don't I ever get those sort of super chats? I've been doing this four and a half years. I wore this hat trying to impress you all, and nobody's like, I'm paying money to say, Hey, Glenn, cool hat, married question mark, happily question mark. Like, why don't I get that? Married question mark, happily question. That is a <laughs> trifling individual that is asking that question <laughs> think about that are you married well just in case you are are you happy like okay that's pretty so, bad matt you'll get this when my friend was running for city council he got a message like that on facebook and he was just like oh this is a setup like this is absolutely <laughs> a setup from another candidate like it was just like easy answer yes yeah. and hell yes yeah <laughs> uh cyclops is better than wolverine but cyclops is better than wolverine what is your actual name i want i want to be able to refer to you actually by name but saying uh my man taking his shot from the parking lot lol uh clyde saying you're cute <laughs> you're cute too glenn matt not so much i get that Woo! reference take it back uh Sean Hunter, $5, saying, hey, guys, missed back that tonight, but made sure I made it back home for the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Stay safe and have a great weekend. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Our audience is the best. The absolute best. Uh, Craig Newline, Craig, you work for Wrestling Inc. Why are you giving Raj Geary your money, his, his money back? Why are you doing that? I don't know. <laughs> Brian Cyrus. You... I'm sorry? I'm oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Brian Cyrus, five bucks, saying, whatever happened to Colin Delaney? Is he still in the business? MVP 2020, Carlito 2021. Maybe Colin Delaney returns in 2022. Listen, Colin Delaney's brother-in-law. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. That's so random. I'm just being honest, Brian Cyrus. Everyone has their favorites. Good for you for having yours, you know? Uh, Jody Sean Jenkins saying, okay, back to wrestling. Matt, I know Rude has a belt, but why can't they do more with him? Where did WWE oh. go wrong? Where do you want? We don't have enough time in the show, but um, I go back to his debut. His debut on how they took him out of NXT and brought him to the main roster, and uh, they they regularized they, they they made him very regular, and um, that's a shame. 
because he can work with anybody. Watch a Bobby Roode match. Whoever he's in that ring with looks 10 times better than they normally do versus almost anybody else, seeing as Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles, I would argue. But Bobby is so dang good. And I always just compare him to, to Dolph. When I was a teenager, I'm like, dude, you are just like uh, Nick Nemeth. You're just like you guys work so similar. And years later, to see him go to finally make it to WWE, he was so happy for him. And then he's tagging with him. I'm like, because they're both spitting images. It was his first feud, too, when he debuted. Remember, Dolph Ziggler was his actual first feud. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's that's kind of like the kiss of death, though, right? The kiss of death, I know. Because that was, uh, what's his name's too? Uh, come on, uh, Nakamura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody, yeah. if you can, even Tyler Breeze, remember, if you come up from NXT, right. you have to feud with Dolph Ziggler first. That's the rule. And it doesn't get good from there. Eddie no. Omang, $10, saying, I had a question. Do you think people who win at Royal Rumble should pick who they face and not have the writers tell them who they should face at Mania? I mean, Eddie, I don't mean to spoil this for you, but you know, the writers also pick who wins the Royal Rumble. It's not an actual contest. <laughs> I can don't you... think the writers could handle that, honestly. If that, that would never happen, but let's say it did, just to answer his question, Glenn. Yeah. That, would ne- that could never happen. The writers could never handle it. They cannot write on the fly worth shit. And there's no way they could break up the stories that they have in place to do this. They are so... What's the word I'm looking for, Glenn, as far as being stuck in something? But do you really think they have stories? Do you really think there's a story? Like you said, I feel like they they, write on the fly. I feel like that is the actual issue here. Oh, I wish wish they did because then then they'd listen to the the ratings. They'd listen to back when they had fans in the audience. They'd be able to turn on a dime. And Daniel Bryan wouldn't have taken six and a half months before they finally said, this kid's a main eventer instead of being pushed out of the picture and calling a B-plus minus player remember that like they went kicking and screaming with the daniel bryan angle like there was like a, a an uproar in the middle of pay-per-views over it for it to finally click with them so no i do think they do they have the structured storylines that are cemented in until show day until vince right. blows his nose with it and goes bananas <laughs> over it and then they have to yes then think up something you're right on the fly there to change it but yeah, yeah. But they're not flexible. That's what I was looking for. Not flexible at all. Terry Allen Jr., 5'11", my height, and his super chat, saying, besides Edge, which wrestlers would use artist songs really assist describing them? And we enjoy many songs we hear from Death. Death, Rebel, Rebel. Death. Brother Terry Allen Jr., I don't know what you're saying, man. Yes. Um... We'll figure it out. Don't, uh, pay, a, don't pay to correct it. Do not pay to correct it. Carry on. Yeah, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna pay licensing money for songs if they can. I think Ronda was the last uh, big one uh, with Joan Jett. Uh, Odj, oh five dollars, saying lurker here. Love the show. Best thing about Bailey. She's always bashing Cole. Where's Cole? Love her for it. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely, yes. Uh, and Tavon which we've learned the name of Cyclops is better than Wolverine saying complacent is the word Matt's looking for. Uh, no, I, 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 no. I mean, they are that too, though, as a show, they definitely are complacent. I meant flexible. Um, 
where they where they're not able to turn quickly enough. Like I said, on a dime, like they used to be able to. In the attitude era, when something catches, they sensed it catching, and they would just fuel that fire and build it, build it, build it, and fan those flames till it got really big. They don't do that anymore, and they don't have the ability. I feel as writers to 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 turn it quick enough to make it current with that talent that's caught fire. Like mm. Keith Lee. By the time they get to Keith Lee's push, it's going to be like freaking a year and a half. Yeah. And it's so annoying. Jody Shaw Jenkins saying, I had Pile Driver on vinyl and I wish I still did. Uh, go to eBay or discogs.com. You can get a copy. They're not super expensive. I should bring it on the next show. I still have that. Oh, there you go. So, oh, uh, Def Rebel creates songs for WWE. That's who's replaced CFO. That's oh, where it makes Thanks sense. Thanks for reading that too and not making them spend money on that. Thank you. Oh, and that's I try and pay attention to, to this all. Um Did so you see my super chat where it says move the show on, Glenn. Did you see that one yet? Let's talk about Bianca Belair. Could you imagine, Matt? If you ever super chat on the show, it's just gonna be like F you Raj, like, like <laughs> nothing but just like expletive marks. And things like that. And you'll send it in on Monday when he's on. So he has to read it. Um, <laughs> it'd be like $20 worth it. Uh, so let's talk about <laughs> Bianca Belair tonight out there. Interrupted by Reginald Carmela Somalier. Uh, and saying that, oh, you know, she can challenge uh, Sasha. But could she beat Sasha? Could she beat Carmela? Um, we get Carmela coming out. We get Sasha coming out. Uh Matt, what, what did you think of that, of having so many people in this segment when we finally got to see, like, Sasha and Bianca exchange words? Good. I just don't get why they thought they had it. I don't think – do you think they thought they were giving um, her the rub by having her part of this somehow? Not Bianca either, by the way. Um, it just should have been Bianca and, and Sasha. Like we said, same yeah. what we want with Roman and Edge. We should have gotten with Sasha and Bianca. Just those two. That's it. None of this other bullshit around them. They don't need that. So in my head, I'm like, what's the reason here for this? Usually when they do segments like that, it's because there's a talent in that segment that needs the extra carrying of the other talent that's helping them in that segment somehow by either getting a rub. But I'm sorry, Bianca's crazy over. So it sure as hell ain't her that needed that. It ain't Sasha who needed that. Who's that leave? So my theory here is it's obvious that they're going to make Sasha the heelish of the two. Clearly, you have to. Bianca's a baby face, period. I think that at some point, Reginald is going to team up with Sasha. And I think that's oh. how we're going to connect this eventually. Really? I, I noticed Reginald kept talking about you're never going to pick Sasha. You should pick Asuka. He was putting Sasha over quite a bit. You can't. You have to make Sasha the heel in this field. That's where I think we're going with this. Um, we'll see. that. That's what I got out of that. Okay, I did like how Bianca came out and put over her opponent. She talked highly about Sasha. She talked highly about Asuka, and yeah. I'm always a fan of that. Uh, let's see. Tavon saying Reg's accent is as legit as Kofi's old one. I thought the sommelier, uh, Reginald, was very good tonight, but why did he need to get over in this segment? This is Bianca's moment tonight. So the only thing, then maybe she's right. Maybe, you know, Issa is making a good prediction here. Maybe somehow she ends up, I can't see it, honestly, but what else makes sense here? Because this didn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
Uh, 80 Superfan $5 saying, if Sasha and Bianca's WrestleMania, why have Carmella in the middle of this epic confrontation served no purpose? Especially when we what we saw tonight from Sasha kind of giving it a little bit to Bianca. Um, this was so good. I even liked how Bianca put Sasha over. And she alluded to the Mandalorian. First time WWE's referenced what Sasha did on that show. I like how they're building this. Um, I thought it was a great glimpse we got tonight. But I will say this. We got to see Bianca whip uh, the sommelier with her hair. We haven't seen Bianca do that in ages. No, it's been forever. Yeah. That's the power move. I think Bianca needs a feud from here to WrestleMania. And why not? Carmella, she looked great against um, Sasha Banks in the ring. Yeah. Uh, George Devine, $2, asking, whatever happened to Orlando jo- uh, Jordan? Um, sure, he's my age. He's got to be retired, like, right? If not doing a spot show here, an indie show here or there, getting a payday maybe overseas here and there maybe. Yeah, he's retired according to uh, the Wikipedia. Um, so this was a good segment tonight, but yeah, not um, – the potential is there, but we aren't fully there yet. Uh, let's talk about Otis and Chad Gable versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler tonight. How did they let – Rude and Ziggler, the dirty dogs, as it were, uh, enter to that theme song tonight. That was, I mean, you've got glorious theme. You've got Dolph's theme, and tonight just sounded so bad. Go ahead, Issa. You can take this. There's, there's nothing there, there, there. There's nothing I have to say about it. I had to do a double take. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, just listen. Glorious is one of my favorite themes in wrestling, and it was, it did so much for Bobby Roode. I don't want to see Dolph Ziggler come out to Glorious. I'm sorry, I don't. So maybe he'll get it back if they ever break up. I don't know. I, I, I gave yeah. up on this segment the second Otis came out. If you want me to be honest. Thank you. I'm the same way. Um, <laughs> and seriously, Dolph and, and company cannot shake. Otis, like seriously. Do you remember SNL did this sketch making fun of the insane clown posse uh, yeah. and the gathering of the juggalos? And they had like their version of Violent J was Ass Dan, and they kept having it be where Ass Dan was dead, and then Ass Dan would keep coming back and cutting promos, and then in the middle they would freeze frame it and cut to black and white and say like "Rest in peace, Ass Dan." Um, around the time Gable and Otis. We're talking about doing uh, uh, Downward Dog and Hot Yoga. I just thought, like, freeze to that and, like, WWE wishes Chad Gable and Otis Well in their future endeavors. Like, this just seemed like (laughs) such the dead-on-arrival trajectory that they're doing um, that I feel like it's any day now they're going to get cut being presented this way. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, And with Street Profits on commentary. All right. I think you're I mean, way, you, you've, you've carved out way too much time to talk about this segment, Glenn. Yes. Uh, Brett Murphy saying, I'll continue to say the men's tag team division sucks. It does. Uh, so you when think you're by yourself saying that, like you originated that or something, dude, get in line. I've been saying that for years. Robert said, when's Bo Dallas returning? That, that is a good question. Uh, Dolphin Root, of course, won this match. Uh, let's talk about the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. 
Apollo Cruz versus Sami Zayn versus Big E. And I tweeted this, but you want to talk about the conspiracy against Sami Zayn? I watched a documentary about 1990s ska last night, and Sami Zayn was nowhere to be seen in the Talking Head interviews. So clearly the world is against him. Uh, but this match tonight, he didn't take the pin. Big E retained, and Apollo took the pin. Uh, Issa, to you first. What did you think of the match? And then what did you think about Apollo looking like he was ready to turn heel and then just sort of storming off looking disgruntled? Uh, the match was good, of course. Um, it's not doing anything for any of them because the field has gone on for too long, just like they've done with other things. That being said, there was a moment that I thought Sami Zayn was going to win. Yeah. Um, you know, when he hit when he hit the kick on, on Big E, I was like, no way, you know, and, and Apollo broke the kick. But... I just I need Biggie to do more with this title reign because right now it doesn't seem like a big deal and I wanted his title reign to feel like a huge deal. And it's not coming off that way to me. And maybe it's because he's been feuding with the same two guys for I don't even know how long now. Matt? Me. I, I, I love Sami Zayn. Um, just that's good. I mean... I don't know what to say to this. This was, I, I'm not happy. They've beaten up Sammy so many times. It gets frustrating. I know he didn't take the loss tonight, um, you know, but what is this doing for Big E? Like, Big E should be at a much, uh, beating a much bigger level opponent right now. Much bigger, much higher up the card. Who would you like to see him feud with? Could it be anywhere? Does it have to be SmackDown? Well, I mean, they can move some stuff around. If, it, but let's say anyone in the company. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. I mean, those are your workhorses. Those are your best, pretty much, your best in-ring talents from bell to bell. Definitely, either one of those. In fact, I would stack them back to back of seven months of a storyline, three and a half and three and a half. Dude, he'd be super over. I mean, he's already over, but I mean, uh, get to the main event level. He, 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 I'm thinking he's a whole package, Biggie. I'm sorry, he is. He does everything. He took something corny as hell and he got it over. The yeah. stuff that they try to put him in and, and, and make him, you know, and his group start doing, dude, they flipped that. They yeah. flipped that. They were entertaining as hell with it. And uh, Big E stood out. Like, he was funny, he was charismatic. Dude can dance. Like, what can he do? <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, Shooter McGavin. I'm not reading all of this. I'll read the first part. Seriously, does Daniel Bryan have a job or stipulation in his contract? Dude is certainly <laughs> a giver. Yes. Committed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's paying it forward. Um, so, Big E retained. his reference of giver. Yes, I, I think I read between the lines on that one. No, um, no Biggie looks great. I think Sami Zayn still is oh, top yes. of his career. Yes, I just want him. Okay, so if I can have my way, I want him in a different storyline versus upper echelon uh, babyface talent and Sammy beating them somehow and cheating to do it. Yeah. He doesn't have to always win because he's Sami Zayn and he's a dick and you just want to see him get punched in the face. He's so good at that. He is so – he, he's also hilarious. You know what I mean? So part of me is like that breaks my rule. If, is, is he really a heel if I'm laughing at him? Yeah. 
But it's like, I don't care what you want to call it, what box you want to put it in. I think he's so damn entertaining. I agree. It's funny to put them in the same boat, but it's the same way we feel about Kevin Owens, which, you know, they're best friends. But it is the exact same thing. You love them. You want to see more of them. They're not in the right field at the moment. Kevin Owens was. It just needs to end with with Sammy saying he just needs to move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, Just so some of you know, some in the chat saying it uh, StreamYard, for whatever reason, I guess some people are trying to spend stars on Facebook Live. It's a new Facebook feature. We don't see that here. If you're asking a chat and attaching stars to it on Facebook, we're probably not seeing it in the chat on StreamYard. It's like their version of Super Chat. And I apologize uh, to anyone that's trying to do that. If we're not getting your question, we're just not seeing your question. Um, So Louis 13, buck 99. Matt, did you buy Funaki a beer after the elevator? Did Funaki even go out at that? I don't think Funaki came out that night, honestly. Hmm. Um, No, but Shannon Moore, I took out to a full out and a full out, full on dinner, I should say. Easy for me to say. Um, because Shannon, in my first call up to WWE, let me beal him out of the freaking ring onto the ramp. Beal. Like, he made me look like a freaking freak. Um, and yeah, yeah, I generally would do that, though. Take the smaller talent out that did a squash match with me. I did it for Robbie E. And Robbie E wasn't even a talent on the roster. He, we were just in their city. And uh, I chose him. You used to be able to get to choose who you wanted to work with in your squash match that night for TV. And uh, ended up, I ended up randomly choosing Rob, Robbie E. Nice. Do you buy one beer or do you pay for the whole tab? Like, was this an all-nighter kind of going out? Because if that's mm-hmm. the case, I'll job too. I don't care. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> these, so Shannon Moore is different. Cause Shannon Moore was on, was on the roster and wrestling way before I did. And he's still considered a veteran, even though I was just called up to TV getting this, you know, getting a really big push at the time. Right. Um, you know, so you, you got to pay your dues in a way, even though the TV, even though you're being booked a certain way on TV, personally and professionally, you're still minding your P's and Q's and, and, and being respectful and overly thanking people for making you look like a freaking freak of nature. You know what I mean? That gives I the body to you, you know. Uh, Tavon saying, give me Big E versus Cesaro or Daniel Bryan for the title. Yeah, I think. The title? Like, are we talking heavyweight championship? No, no. The IC no. title, I think. I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's E $5 saying, is Joe completely done with wrestling? Have a feud with E or why not give us Reigns and Joe down the line? Joe's a great promo. Heal our face. And he's good in the ring. So I, I don't know. I may have missed something. I don't know why he's not wrestling. Uh, I really I, wanted his music to hit at the Rumble and he'd take off the headset and just head up to the ring. Like, that would have been so epic. That would be cool. <laughs> uh, and Tavon saying, no, nah, Intercontinental title. Uh, Chris Evans, $5, saying, who do you think will finally dethrone Roman? Do they give it to someone younger? Or is that how they bring Brock back? Paul's two talents collide? They'll never do the younger talent for this one, in my opinion. It's going to be a Brock type. It's going to be somebody that you're just like... That's the one that you're gonna have go over on Roman, really? It's gonna be you nobody. Know? He's retiring with that title. This is ten year <laughs> title ring, and I'm here for all ten years of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We shall see. Uh, so let's talk about this promo segment at the end, this face-off edge coming out and talking about the decision and not knowing who he's going to face. Roman comes out. Uh, just, man, the say my name, say my name. I thought he was just going to go full Destiny's Child. Uh, and before Edge can make a decision, Kevin Owens stuns um, Roman and Edge uh, just sort of stands there. Um Huh. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, Matt, what did you think of Edge's promo here? And after tonight, do you further uh, agree that he should cut his hair? Because he's looking a little... So aged. I looked at it differently now that you said that. When he was on NXT, I, I, I don't know why, but I did look at his hair a little differently. And I became over-analytical about it because I did not notice this at the Rumble. It didn't stick out to me for some reason. I don't know why it didn't, but it didn't. Um, but when you said something about it on NXT, it did. Oh, I'll tell you why. Because he was wearing clothes and a shirt and a jacket on NXT, whereas in the Rumble, he was shredded. Yeah. Shredded with abs and looked freaking awesome. So I'm sitting there going, how is this dude that old, that shredded? And you know what I mean? But um, I don't know. I don't think he's got to have long hair. He's a rock star. Um, just needs to color it maybe. I don't know. I don't know because I, I'm sitting here thinking maybe he should cut it and then I can't help but to think of Shawn Michaels and then I'm like, okay, maybe he shouldn't cut it. So I don't know, but I just think it, it's not a good look. I think he looks older. Yeah. Older than what he is. It does, but like with his short hair, if you remember, he just mm -hmm. looks like a normal person. Yes, it does look younger. Sure. But he looked kind of like just a normal dude. I know. Basic. The way Roman made him look tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I call it basic. I say basic, but I don't. Yeah. I just think there's something about his look right now that makes him look a little bit older than what he is, and and I think it's the hair. I don't know. It's the gray in his hair, in the back mm -hmm. part of his hair too. I saw that. Yeah, and I, I like Edge a lot. I think he's an attractive man. I think he's aging well. He's aging better than a lot of people are. Oh my God, yes, he's freaking ripped at that age, dude, and keeping up with his young talent in the ring on top of it. But if you're going to be the the in the main event of WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, yeah. you know maybe a little foundation haircut. <laughs> like nobody said that to Goldberg's gray ass goatee. Yeah, but also I think people view Goldberg different than they view Edge. I don't think of Edge in that same. Look, you get to a certain point and it looks it looks weird, right? You could see guys doing the just for men, and you're like, oh, that's like you're old. You're not fooling anyone. But with Edge, I think that. Like, he's just on the precipice of it. You know what I mean? Like, he can look younger or he's about to start looking older. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking this, but I want the best for him. He's and I want called him a rated R superstar. I don't want to see anything rated R oh. with Edge in it right now, okay? I'm just pointing that out there. That's true. I think uh, it should be a law that when you're, you know, you turn 50 and uh, PG-13, that's his, that's his. He's not 50. He's 48. Yeah, close enough. Let's round up. <laughs> Matt, we're both going to be 45 this year. Nobody wants to see us doing rated R anything at this age. Like, graceful. <laughs> it's age gracefully. Don't be Sammy Hagar, the guy in his 50s with the bra and the microphone stand. You know, like, uh, have some class. Uh, anyhow, uh, no, th this promo was good saying this face-off was good, but it's like the KO thing was just like the shittiest swerve to end the night. I yeah, I agree. I like I like what Roman said. He didn't say the say my name line. He said, "Acknowledge me as the main event. Acknowledge me as the champion you want to face." And I fought for that. <laughs> yeah. 
I swear he said, say my name. He repeated it multiple times. Someone's going to do a mashup. I'm going to start auto-tuning that and make a remix. It's going to be fantastic. I thought he it was said that on the beginning. Yes. No matter how he said it or what he said, it, it was domineering. And I thought he big dogged Edge, mm -hmm. which is what he should be doing at the level that they have him at right now. And when I say big dog, I don't mean like his stupid nickname, the big dog Roman Reigns. Big dog is the same from sports when you completely physically jabron another talent on the field, spear the quarterback into the, the, the third row, block a dude's in basketball, block the dude's shot into like the fifth row, freaking throw him off you as you guys are falling out of bounds, and then like walk over him slowly like Allen Iverson did. Um, things That's big dog in somebody. Um, he, I thought, big dog edge pretty good tonight with that promo by, by repeating it, you know? Isn't it funny, though, that when Edge came back last year and was and Randy beat the shit out of Edge? Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, just like so much so that I remember I got crap on Twitter because I was like, I don't know if Edge looks that strong, like just because he got destroyed by Randy the night after the Rumble. But I get it. You build sympathy, build the story. I think like I think Roman actually what Roman did tonight to Edge was actually worse than what Randy did verbally, because it's one thing to physically get the better of your opponent. It's another thing to just outshine them on but the mic. Edge is coming into this as the best pro. Like everyone's calling him the best promo. If you listen to Raj and me, I I'm, I'm a big fan of Edge's promo work too. He's cutting some, he was cutting world beater promos, bro, versus Orton, even though I might not have been a huge fan of their matches here and there, dude, their promos with both of them were frigging money. And Edge's yeah. promos were believable as hell. Very believable. Um, I want that for uh, Roman now. And um, for Roman to come out on their first interaction, and I'm sorry, I, I thought he he won that verbally. I, I do. He did. I think the only thing that Edge said was like, "Oh, you need backup," and then Roman just dismissed his backup, which made him look even more badass. Like, okay, go, go, I'll meet you back there. You know, I loved, I loved everything about the interaction, and he did. Yeah. I'm telling you, it made Edge look well. He is coming off as the underdog. This is how they booked him in the Rumble. True. This is this is what they're doing with him. So, you know, no pun intended. He's the underdog here. And that's great. Let Roman and, shine. And to be clear, guys, this could have went the other way very quickly. If this was any other talent, and I mean this, um, around the, the same generation, these uh, of Roman Reigns would not have executed that the same way. And we would have seen Edge say just his one line and we'd be taking even the one line he said, he looked like a much bigger star than fill in the blank, Kevin Owens, uh, um, whoever you want to use here as the example of today with today's wrestlers. Hmm. Um, and he that's that's why I was really impressed with 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 Roman's poise. And again, the look test again goes a long way, but a lot of other talents would have somehow looked small compared to edge i don't mean physically i mean as a mm -hmm. talent and as a main event act for a wrestlemania it's always these cars these stars coming back to the company and outshining the younger star because they're more confident out there and it shows the the younger talent like marks out for them like when goldberg first came to the ring with drew drew was bigger and more impressive but drew almost looked like he was marking a little bit out there drew got it together in time though and Definitely. But he looked that way on Monday, him. and Drew is so much bigger than Edge, and he still looked like an Edge fanboy when they were cutting promos mm -hmm. in front of each other. Oh, and with Edge and Drew? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, he came off like a fanboy. I'm like, why? Why? Like, look at look at their size difference, and and Edge still looks so much bigger than Drew McIntyre Monday night. You have to treat yourself as the bigger star. You have to, mm -hmm. otherwise fans will never believe it. And Edge was good tonight, but let me put in context, yeah. Matt, that everyone can understand. At the end of Eight Mile, Lotto rapped a really good verse. It was just that B Rabbit's response to that was so much better <clears throat> that it made Lotto look like the lesser rapper, and B Rabbit advanced to the finals against Papa Doc. And I think that was the exact situation Edge was in tonight. If this is not an example of you trying to get your shit in, I don't know <laughs> what is. You could not wait to get that in. And my favorite part, listen to this, hang on, Asa. He, my favorite part is he sells it to us in the form of no one will understand that wrestling analogy you just used about a wrestling show with wrestling characters, Matt Morgan. So we're going to take it to 8 Mile because this is the 8 Mile podcast, not wrestling podcast. I'm done. But huge pop because it actually is a good analogy. It is. It is. You can't hate on this one. <laughs> uh Mike Morgan, five dollars. By the way, this is where Edge was awesome tonight, though. Is Edge's look at the camera after KO stunned Roman? Yeah. I like that it was a little meta. It wasn't Edge being like, mm, there's what you get. It was more to me like Edge going, same shit, different day, folks. This is yeah. the WWE. <laughs> like, yeah. like jokes on all y'all, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Morgan, $5, saying, Edge, Christian, Shelton, Benjamin, Carlito, who's next, Simon Dean? Why are you going right to Simon Dean like that, man? Come on. <laughs> uh, oh, let's talk about this. Shooter McGavin, five pounds, saying, with Roman or with Rollins not appearing tonight, do you think this was an opportunity for the Messiah to give up the faith, so to speak, and come back remotely watchable? They pushed him tonight as the Messiah returns next Friday. Mm -hmm. uh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, okay, then I can't pray for it to happen because it's not going to happen. Uh, they have made video packages of the Messiah returning before and he, did, and he didn't show. So I'm not, I, I do not trust these video packages of Seth Rollins returning. That being said, that would be a great feel for Biggie to move on from Apollo Crews. And there you go. Yes. And, but, but, but drop them, it'd be even bigger if they dropped Messiah. Yeah. What was wrong with Seth Rollins? What was wrong with Seth Rollins? I don't understand. Why couldn't he just be Seth Rollins? You know what they should do is uh, remember how Bobby Lashley beat the crap out of Riddle on Monday and Riddle couldn't he remember him. anything? He didn't beat the crap out of him. He murdered him. Okay, well, so the gimmick should be Bobby Lashley destroys everyone with a bad gimmick so bad they lose their memory <laughs> and reset their personality. I, dude, that would be a great gimmick. He, I love the Gable, baby face. Yeah, to Gable, to Otis. Like, he could just – everyone coconut on the head and they're a different person. Yep. <laughs> and it's a great idea, Glenn. He would never be more over. I swear to God, he'd be a huge face, biggest face in the company. Mm -hmm. uh, Itzy was saying, was waiting for Christian's music to hit after Edge showed Reigns that he brought back up. We're also set up Reigns destroying Christian and then Edge at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. Did seem the direction. Um, terrible Trey 89, 499. I think I know the answer to this. But do you guys see Edge beating Roman at Mania? I love Edge, but I just feel like it would derail Roman's heel moment. Hell no. No. Yeah. Exclamation mark. Hell no. No. Yeah, no. that's not. 
that's not happening. Um, so, okay, I got the Facebook star question that somebody asked. Craig was kind enough to go to Facebook, copy this over. And uh, Sandhu asked, uh, Harry Sandhu asked this on Facebook, saying, I've been watching wrestling since 1984. What amazes me is that TV in Hollywood has changed so much through the times. The Cosby Show worked in the 80s, Seinfeld in the 90s, The Office worked in the 2000s, then you get into Sopranos, The Wire. Uh, Breaking Bad, everything evolves. Why can't WWE, which is scripted, not evolve? It's mind-boggling. Yes. Simple, short answer, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's because all those shows you just named are not monopolies. That's why. Vince is a monopoly. Doesn't matter what he does. He could go take a dump in the middle of the ring for three straight hours. Guess what? He's straight. They're, they're, they're golden. They just sold their stuff to the Peacock Network. They have, uh, they're on they get Fox. paid no matter what. They get paid no they're, matter they're, how they're, we feel about it. Nope. We don't matter anymore. And it's been obvious. We don't matter no more. And they're a public company. Yeah. I mean, look at a- Apple. Apple in the 80s innovated everything. In the 90s, they got stale. They went in wrong directions. Their stock was almost worthless in uh, the early 2000s, but then they innovated, they came back and they have to keep innovating because they're a public company. The share price is dictated by Wall Street's reaction to their earnings and what the public thinks of them. WWE, this is like the ultimate case of just failing upward. Right. Yeah. Uh, Michael Sachs Jr., $2 saying, not going like this, going to be a triple threat. They're not going to do a triple threat with Roman, Edge, and KO at Mania. That seems... Oh, my God. You don't that might to. push me over the edge. That may push me over the edge, literally, where I quit the podcast because this is the only reason I'm watching wrestling anymore anyway, except for AEW. I would really watch AEW. Um, and I'd watch Roman stuff. I'd watch – okay, I'd watch SmackDown because I still like Sammy. I like Biggie. Okay, and Daniel Bryan. So, yeah, I'd still watch it. But not to this level that we have to watch it to cover everything on the podcast. I think about this a lot not quitting the podcast. I think a lot about what's going to get me to stop watching WWE. And Matt, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come on the podcast and Roger can say, what was the next segment? I'm going to say, I don't fucking know. Cause I don't watch this shit anymore because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And that's it. I'm just going to do that for an hour straight every Monday and Friday. I'll show up on Wednesdays just to voice my protest. <laughs> for How bad the product is. I will make time to show up and announce. I didn't watch it. Don't care, but I'm here for the chat. Room. <laughs> yeah. I will pop for that face turn. Won't blame you. And I'll talk. I'll talk. You know, I'll talk about Eight Mile the entire hour, every oh. every week, every show. <laughs> we'll go frame by frame and analyze that shit. Uh, John Cena's bald spot five dollars saying, "What's going on today?" Where we have Colin Delaney, Simon Dean, and Orlando Jordan mentions. All right, let's get a return by B two LOL. Where you guys in your random like talents that I would never expect you all to be bringing up. B2 is even more random. <sighs> Colin De- no. No, B2 was Bull Buchanan, so he was he got a pretty decent run overall, I would say, by comparison to Colin Delaney. Um, but that's so random. This is like people's relatives that are on and talking about these Matt, I have to ask you this. When they do this, are you glad people aren't bringing up your name in this list or do you want to be thought of in this like do you have sort of a complicated because you almost came back at the 2014 rumble i guess this is sort of a question of like how you see yourself and how you want to be thought of 
Well, Five. no, let's be clear. I wasn't retired in 2014. I That's retired in 2014. So um, when I left WWE the first time, it was to get me off American television for a year or two to forget the terrible stuttering character and then come back. Well, six months into that, Anger Man Morgan over here was like, fuck them. They yeah. made me do that character. That wasn't my idea. You took Now you're taking food out of my family's mouth. Screw you. And I'm going to shove this up your ass. I show, I, I, I show them the blueprint character. Vince passed on it. And I, I so I was like, when TNA came up, I'm going to shove it up, his, up their ass with that show. And I did. And then when they offered me to come back three separate times, I had lapses in my contract within my seven years with TNA. Um, all times, nope, I'm good. Nope, I'm good. Um, but the third time, no. I asked for my release from TNA. And I was going back to the Royal Rumble. Or WWE at the Royal Rumble 2014. Um, so, no, I wasn't like out of the whatever you want to call it, wrestling world. I was still wrestling every week on television for on Spike with TNA and was about to go back to WWE. So if you mean to ask me that now, mm-hmm. now that I am retired, like these other talents are, no. I don't know how else I can convince you. Playing cops and robbers on television in spandex, which I had fun doing, let's be clear. It's my passion as a kid growing up, watching every week, and I'm very blessed to live a childhood dream, okay? But it doesn't, I don't know how I can convince you of this, because I say it to you every freaking week here. No, I know, it comes up. Running a city, changing lives, getting kids off of opioids, um, helping kids that are going through depression right now, and our kids schools that I can't go speak at right now because of this virus. We can't pack them in the auditorium because of this virus. So they can't social distance. I'm busting my ass right now this upcoming week to figure a way to do it online and create a really slick looking video with a really, really dope opera. I know the two words clash there, but it's true. This dope, this really, really dope opera group out of Orlando, inner city Orlando area that do these mashups with today's songs. Um, but with both of us telling our stories to these kids and uh, addiction's up 110% right now, literally 110%. We just lost a kid to an overdose four or five days ago. The town next to us at high school, very popular kid. Um, three parents called me. Can you talk to my kid, man? I'm like, I'm, I'm not even a doctor, you know? Yeah. I'm just an addict that's worked in peer counseling. So, I mean, no disrespect, but I would not even blow my nose with a world of professional wrestling versus what I'm doing in the real world. So, no, I'm happy they don't bring my name up so it doesn't ever have to come up. That's good. I mean, we talked about this the other night actually on Stereo. Like, you've got peace, which is so rare in this business when you look at the Rybacks and CM Punks and people that almost spend their entire lives chasing this... The, the and I was there. Command, oh, you know? and you're right. If they, you ask me this question, I didn't have my son Jackson, and I let's say I didn't retire, and I didn't get to go back to WWE in 2014, and I'm working the indie circuit still. Yes, I definitely would have had that. I would have yeah. had. And I really didn't get a good opportunity to be myself with WWE. That sucks. I would have liked that opportunity. Yeah. Yes, I definitely would have had that. No question. But do you think if creative was a little bit different, where this huge platform that WWE has could be used? to change lives, you know, if you could go in there and really be yourself and speak the way that you're speaking now to kids worldwide, if you had that freedom or that creative, would you consider it? 
yeah. where you could become an inspiration, you know, because right now they're going to write what you got to say. Of course, I wouldn't want to go back either. But if you had that opportunity to have the creative freedom to be yourself and really speak, you know, the way that you're doing right now. but I would, but the only downside of it would still be I'm being taken away from my number one, right. which is my, my nonverbal autistic son, right? That mm -hmm. I take do all this therapies every day before school, before, sorry, four out of five days a week, you know, like, If my son wasn't born, yes. Oh, yes. Like, well, like, mm -hmm. like, what on rice? I jump on that. And to TNA's credit, they might not have put it in my character, but I also did my very first commercial that TNA funded, which I will never, I'll always appreciate this, on a, a group called Chad, Children and Adults Living with ADD. And they put a TV ad that they paid for themselves because I was working with that organization with their own dime, which I couldn't believe, um, to push me talking about, you know, kids growing up with ADHD. I had it too. They showed pictures of me as a little kid and then now being a big, tough, strong wrestler. And if I can, you know, get through this and you guys can too, that kind of thing. And they didn't put that as part of my character, but just the opportunity to do that made me love Dixie Carter all the more. So, but if you're saying like in a wrestling character somehow to mm -hmm. do that, I don't know how that would mash with the wrestling part of it, but right. yes, I would though. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Um, Kaji Kazeyu Jin uh, saying, instead of Roman, why not give Edge and Christian to have a good feud with Street Profits to boost the tag division towards Mania? There's not enough star, star power today to just team Edge up with someone and making put him in a tag team he has to be in a singles match um jackson counts 499 since it's blast of the past day i want mountain man rock versus a <laughs> man Good. mountain rock yeah man Mountain rock was a big dude though. man mountain sorry mm -hmm. uh uh nightmare knee five dollars hey matt just getting into the gym after two years off got any advice I could have sworn I just no. Maybe somebody else asked me this. I apologize, Nightmare. Um, yes, use this session they give you for free to work with their trainer in the gym. We talked about this on Stereo Monday, right? That's where I'm getting it from. Then, okay, yeah, use that trainer. Use that trainer. Go online, look up body part workouts. My recommendation is always lift one body part per day, Monday through Friday. Take a break from lifting weights on Saturday and Sunday, but do your cardio instead. Still get your ass in the gym and do your cardio. But uh, one body part per day. So that's legs on Monday. Um, you can do chest on Tuesday, back on Wednesday, shoulders on Thursday, arms on Friday. There you go. There you, go. There you are. And I'm sure <laughs> Monday night on Stereo, we will talk about this much more in depth. Uh, terrible. T in fact, You know, I don't want to entice people too much, but Matt, I feel like Mondays on stereo, I'm starting to check, uh, talk about my progress and share my weight for the week and what's going on with my diet. And You're doing better. great. I'm very so, proud of you. You're killing it. Good enticing. job. Uh, Terrible Trey 89299 saying, Matt, what was your favorite match in TNA that you had? Kurt Angle Bound for Glory. Um, for TNA Bound for Glory was at WrestleMania. Um, not that there is a comparison to WrestleMania, but in TNA's head, that was their WrestleMania. Um, but then Ric Flair, even though he was older and whatnot, still got to say, I pinned Ric Flair. Like, that's awesome. In real life yeah. situations, 
like when I'm talking to people like, oh, you're a wrestler. So uh, you can go on YouTube and see me beat Ric Flair. Like, that's awesome. And that was a childhood idol of mine on top of it, right? So, but like as far as ring, like telling a story, me versus AJ Styles, we had a best of three series that was awesome. And it built me where it made sense to then move on to Kurt Angle at the time. Uh, so, okay. I think that's it for the super chats. I think we got everything out of the way. Thank you both tonight. We went a little long. I know you're both on the East coast. It's so late for you there. For me, it's eight 35. I'm going to go watch WandaVision and hang out. Have an evening. <laughs> you have an evening. You can have one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll watch, maybe I'll watch eight mile again. Cause I'm thinking I've watched the last 15 minutes of eight mile. Probably. Like that's up there. I've had to watch that last fifteen minutes like a hundred times now in the last. So can we, can we talk about how much heat I had the internet from my radio going overtime? Our, uh, our, our um, sorry, um, stereo. stereo going overtime so so yeah. late because remember when we were talking about you were telling me to look up that show that now I can't remember, but I was texting my wife like I literally got off stereo and said, "Hey, get this show loaded so when I come in we can watch it and fall asleep to it." Glenn <laughs> says this show is amazing. Dude, I go in there like at th- our show was done like at two thirty five a.m. Yeah. So I go in there, dude. It was nothing but like darkness. No TV on at all means, dude. She's pissed. <laughs> she's not happy. You were in and, trouble. And, and yes. <laughs> and 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 Jackson sleeps with us too. Um, every now and then, and he was in there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really in trouble here. I'm like, well, what did, what she could possibly think? I'm, I'm I'm on. You were listening. I was even telling her, like, ask us some. Ask, I was trying to bait her into asking you like ridiculous questions, and saying, "No, you're so mean." <laughs> Could you imagine? You're so mean, you're so you mean to Glenn. <laughs> Could you imagine if she asked a random question, you didn't recognize the voice? You're like, "That's a stupid question. Why would you?" <laughs> <laughs> and one of my normal, like, yeah, like anger, anger man promos I cut on. Yes, yes. Be Matt, you'd be you'd be sleeping in that in that car. I'll be sleeping right here. Yeah. <laughs> you all wonder why I'm out here so much. <laughs> Seriously. The, that's the worst thing. You never want to get from the significant other, like, if you're not going to be asleep by this hour, just don't bother coming to bed at all. Like, it's too disruptive. Just sleep on the couch. Yes. Now we have a new dog, too. So, of course, he oh, got yeah. up and made, made his presence known with a, his damn noisy hell has, has held a dog collar at ring. Dude, <laughs> she, all you could hear was. <sighs> Ah, me. <laughs> my gimmick that I normally do waiting in the line at the airport when it's taking too long. Um, but she was giving me the business with the exhales. It was hilarious. Matt, I want you to come back and do that character where you're just the most passive aggressive like performer. <laughs> because I can't go bonkers on people, right? I can't just go, what the hell's taking so long? Like you can't do that anymore. It's true. Uh, George Devine, let's wrap this up here. $5 saying, do you prefer Kevin Thorne as the vampire character or as Mordecai? Oh, um, the vampire. He's a good worker. That's what always drove me nuts when people want to make jokes about Mordecai. I'm like, he was a really good worker. Hmm. Um, he's one of my very first few matches in OVW. And anybody that could lead a guy like me, I was 382 pounds, could not wipe his own bleep. I was so big um, and couldn't get out of my own way is a good talent that can work with anybody. Um, he was so underrated as a wrestler. He really was. But so when people mock like the Mordecai stuff, and that's not his fault. He was told to be that character. Yeah. I think some stuff, I don't know. 
Some right. of it was cool. He was like yeah. the white version of Taker, I always kind of thought. Yeah. At least I thought that's what I they were building it as. Uh, James Adams, 499, saying great trio for Wrestling Talk. Thank you. And Issa will be joining us every Friday night here to talk about SmackDown. Uh, she's at NYC Demon Diva on Twitter. He's at BP Matt Morgan. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. So, Monday night, do not forget to join us live on Stereo with exclusive content and the opportunity to join the conversation live. What will we talk about this week? Tune in and find out Monday after we're done with the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Again, Stereo is that app for live social conversations. We want to talk directly to you, our listeners. You can join the show, ask questions about anything, and share your experiences and opinions. We want to hear everything. Matt Morgan has said, you know, uh, wife be damned. Uh, he's not going to sleep until he answers every single question. It's addicting. It really is everything and we'll have the link in the show description but go to download the app follow stereo.com slash matt morgan stereo.com slash glenn rubenstein and we'll catch you back here monday on the wrestling inc podcast have a great weekend everyone thanks sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.